This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. This week, I spoke to Tiffany Harrison. Tiffany is the communications manager at STA Travel US. You're going to hear her story all about her passion for student travel and how she made that into her career simply by using the power of Twitter networking. It's pretty incredible. She also really has her finger on the pulse of what's happening in the market for youth since STA is really a mostly college-focused travel agency. And really, I think what you're going to hear from her today is about the power of social influence with this youth market and how, in general, college students react to content. It's not about so much of buy now, buy now, buy now. It's about creating inspiration for them to act. It really opened my eyes a lot to kind of how millennials behave and hopefully it will for you too. So take a listen. Hi, we're so excited to have you on our show. And uh, as a as a social lady, I would love to hear the story of your career. Tell me how you got to where you are today. Yeah, I'd love to tell that story. It's it's one that I enjoy telling. Um, so I am currently with STA Travel out of our Chandler, Arizona offices as our communications manager. And my um, entrance to international education and student travel was a bit of a backdoor approach when you consider how a lot of people break into the field that I'm working in. And mm-hmm. that it typically takes, you know, a lot of schooling, quite a bit of experience in the field. And when I graduated back in 2010, it was a bit of a recession, so hard to get a job as a journalism and public relations major. And I really wanted to work in the field of student travel, so helping other students to study abroad, as I had just such an amazing experience and a very transformative one. Um, But it didn't work out as planned as far as trying to get a job. So I was living down in San Francisco, working in tech PR, which I loved, really was kind of my... Uh, foothold into really understanding technology and social media. And at Mm. the same time, I was blogging and really just trying to create uh, a digital footprint, if you will, for myself and more of an online persona and brand. And I was very fortunate um, as I started networking with people within international education and student travel that the job opportunity came up through Twitter. Actually, I met my potential boss through Twitter is how I got involved in the field I work in. Yeah. And so, so was, was that SPA? No, that was a company called goabroad.com. Mm. Um, it's an international education organization, kind of like a, a Google for study abroad. And okay. that it helps you to find everything that you're looking for, whether you want to study, volunteer, 
work abroad, intern abroad, all in one place. And I just happened to meet um, the woman who was the senior VP at the time running the company. And we had a really great rapport through Twitter. She interviewed me for her personal blog. We were both really interested in each other's travels and it turned into a job opportunity. So that was about four years ago I was working for Go Abroad. Um, and then I just recently transitioned to STA Travel about seven months ago. Wow. So this is really exciting. So when you had your personal blog, was that around international travel? Here's the thing is I am a big Jane Austen fanatic um, and it's my belief when you are trying to create an online persona for yourself that you still need to be very true to who you are as well as what you're passionate about. So my blog was called What Would Jane Do? And it was um, my modern interpretation of what Jane Austen would make of a woman trying to make it in the 21st century. And so it combined my passions for literature and travel as well as social media um, and online community management. So it was a, an eclectic blog, I guess you could say. And I still have it. I'm not writing as much on it anymore, but it really was, um, it helped me to get established without losing sight of who I was and what I wanted to accomplish. That is incredible. And what a great name. What would Jane do? That's inc- <laughs> that is so awesome. And so, and so were you actively, so you were working in tech PR and which got you learning about social media. I got all of that, but you still had this passion and love for international travel. And mm-hmm. so were you actively looking to connect with people in that space when you were on Twitter and on all of the networks? Exactly. I was following all the study abroad hashtags, connecting with third-party program providers, and I got a lot of mentors out of it. I'm very grateful for the the connections and the experiences that I got from it because it was at the time where I don't think t- the way that it's um, impacted now with a bunch of people creating blogs and writing, it hadn't really caught on too much yet as far as you could get a job doing it this way. Um, So it was really great timing. And um, like I said, I was very passionate about study abroad and international education, and I wanted to find a way to make a job out of it. So it was really focused on those niche audiences, um, but also just keeping in mind other things that I was passionate about. You were really lucky in that you kind of identified <laughs> early what your passion was. I don't think, by the way, I don't think it was lucky that you got the job. I think it was for <laughs> intent and brilliance. I think it's lucky that you knew what your passion was because I think so often when you're young and coming out of school, like you don't always know. And I, I, I think it's such a great story about focus and listening to your story. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that stems from I had very supportive parents. I grew up in a very small town, but I've always had this desire to travel and they really pushed me to pursue that. So even in high school I was researching places to study abroad, which my parents were like, Meh, maybe slow down and wait until college. They weren't quite ready for it. But yeah, yeah, I knew even in college that I was gonna find a way to make it happen. I just didn't know what tools I was going to use. And now here you are at STA. And it's a pretty yes. incredible place to be. So <laughs> tell me a journey. little bit about what you do there. Yeah. So we are a full service um, student and youth travel agency. So we help individuals, specifically youth and student travelers and faculty members to get amazing discounts on airfare and travel insurance, accommodations, et cetera. And I was hired as our communications manager and it was a job that was created for me. Um, We are really good partners between STA Travel and GoAbroad.com, my previous job. And I came on board to really help um, expand the audience for STA travel within our U.S. markets because we are a global company. But as I'm sure you might know with student audiences, you have about four to five years of a life cycle um, to get your brand in front of them. And so I'm working from a PR, social and digital perspective to identify ways that we can 
get the STA travel brand in front of people um, and just let students know about all the great things that we have to offer that can help them travel abroad. So let's talk about that for a second. So you've got a, a young, fairly transient audience, right? They're in and That's they're true. out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so how I would imagine that this is the audience that, uh, you know, is the first to change, right? Like younger people have get very tired of, for instance, Facebook, or they have, you know, they're very fickle in terms of growing onto new networks. Oh, it's how true. Do you, yes. How do you take an approach uh, that ensures that you get them um, and that you're trying, how do you determine like what network to try and how right. based off of that young audience? Yeah, like what's what's working today? And it's right. I feel like what it comes down to is it's a lot of research and a lot of trial and error, to be honest, mm -hmm. because you're constantly testing things and what works today could be totally wrong tomorrow. And I think that's the most important thing to embrace is that you have to be open-minded to this constantly shifting technology as well as a student the student demographic that you're working with because the platforms that they use I mean it varies from one age to the next um, so it's a lot of trial and error and just the research that goes into it as well I mean and sometimes I'm even talking to my youngest sister who is still in her teenage years and just kind of getting an idea of how she's utilizing platforms which are even quite different from the way that I use them and I'm only what five years out of school now. So it's, it's crazy. Isn't that unbelievable? Actually, my daughter is 12 and she, the way she perceives, it's not even just perceives networks. Um, but the way that she even uses technology is just exactly. so different. It's nuts. It doesn't mm -hmm. even matter. It could be 18 and it's like in, incredibly different from how a 12 year old does it. You know, it's yeah, just it's so true. And so for you, you're talking about expanding the audience of STA. And so in doing that, is is reach what matters to you then? Or is it more about them taking action and coming back to the site? Is it about engagement? What matters in social for you? Yeah, I would say that it's probably a combination of those things. I mean, traditionally, you look back even a couple of years and it was always about the likes that you were trying to achieve, whether it was followers for your Facebook page or your Twitter accounts. And now I think we're really seeing more trends towards the actual engagement. You need people to actually click on those things. And for us, you know, we want to acquire more customers. We want people to be booking flights. So it's it has to be a combination of that engagement and those, and those likes. It, one without the other, it just doesn't work, especially for us. And um, ideally, when that when you kind of reach that that perfect balance between the two, we're seeing those returning users who maybe they're booking us or using us to book their flights for their study abroad trip, but then coming back to do tours and find really great accommodation deals. So, it's in the, in a perfect world. It's it's both of those things. And so talk to me about the networks that you are using and how you're using them. What's the kind of overarching approach from STA? And this kind of ties into what have been some of the, the bigger successes as well as some of the challenges for STA travel in that we've recently moved towards globalizing all of our channels. So we used oh, wow. to have them for different markets. So Australia, the United Kingdom, and then we had US and we've moved towards having one global account for all of our markets, which as I'm sure you can imagine has had its, um, has had its challenges, but also yes. we've seen great success with it in terms of our brand awareness and how we're able 
able to connect with people across different markets. Um, so the way that we use the channels that, you know, whether we're talking about Facebook or Twitter, we really try to make sure we're conversational with our audience, especially when you're looking at student travelers. They don't want to be pitched to or sold to yes. in the same way that you might do with another market. So it's really how can we inspire them to look at these destinations and maybe book them. But at first, let's just get them aware of what's out there and how they can be utilizing our brand down the road to make their travel dreams a reality. So you talked about kind of bringing in a a more global approach. Can you talk to me a little bit? Is that about in terms of Facebook? Are you bringing them all together in kind of a global page or how are you reducing the number of pages? What's the actual steps that you do to do that there? So we've combined a lot of our accounts. I'd say um, a really good example of that is with Instagram. I'd say Instagram is one of the big channels that we're looking at in terms of engagement. It just works really well with the millennial student travelers who we're targeting. And we were able to successfully um, consolidate all of the different accounts that we had across each of our markets into one just STA travel brand. And we didn't lose any followers. We actually have gained a lot of new people as well as our, um, our current database just from putting that all together and being sure that we're marketing in a way that connects with each of those markets. Fabulous. And so you mentioned Instagram, you mentioned Facebook, you mentioned Twitter. Are you trying any new networks or anything to connect with the younger generation? Yeah, we're also exploring things with Snapchat. Um, That's something that I... I kind of talk with my younger sister a lot about because she just has a completely different perspective and it keeps it fresh for me as far as what what younger audiences are doing. And we're definitely looking as a business as far as what we can do. It works really well with our model of different flash sales that we have going on or we work with a lot of influential social media bloggers or influencers. Um, So we're we're constantly exploring. And that's what I think makes STA Travel um, so innovative in terms of it being a 35-year-old company in that we're always looking at the different technological tools and adapting them for the market that we're hoping to reach or that we're already working with. That's great. And so tell me a little bit about the best thing that you think that STA has done in social thus far. Since I know you've, you've been there not that long, but I'm sure you've done yeah. some things already. Yeah, I would say um, in my time, I, I think the globalizing of the accounts and being able to not only keep the the followers and the reach that we have, but even grow further from that in the short amount of time that that's happened, because that's happened within the seven months that I've been here. Yep. Um, so I'd say that's probably the biggest thing that I've seen. We're also doing a lot more conversations through our Twitter account. So Twitter chats are going to become more of a staple, which I know those have been um included in a lot of different marketing initiatives and strategies for other companies. But when you look at the student travel industry, um, it definitely is in the up and coming for a lot of companies. And so being able to engage our audience through that forum has been amazingly successful for us. And so in looking at what's worked best, I know you mentioned that the challenge was around going global. Talk to me a little bit about Uh, the content creation process. Is it difficult to keep up with the volume of content needed to engage with this type of audience? Or is it something that you feel like you've really nailed? We're very fortunate that we have a dedicated team both out of our um, our UK headquarters and I'm assisting here in terms of just keeping an eye on, on trends and you know when I'm talking to students what do they want to see that we're we work very seamlessly and it's great um, in that respect um, but in terms of collecting the content and organizing things we work 
back and forth through the offices. We have a great social team out of our United Kingdom office in London that manages most of those things. Um, but like I said, we're, we're a very collaborative team. So we're constantly sharing things with our travel agents here to get their feedback on what are they seeing or what are they hearing when they're talking to our customers that are calling in and then working with that digital and social team to implement those things. And I would imagine that you get a lot of user-generated content based on the trips. I mean, there's nothing people like to do more than document their trips. Exactly. We do. Yeah. We, I mean, the Twitter chat that we just hosted was focused on New Zealand. And now we're getting ready to share some of like the best tweets as far as tips and stories that people shared um, specific to New Zealand. So it's things like that that are really not only helping us to stay relevant, but um, engaging with our, our current and our prospective audiences. You mentioned a little bit about working with influencers uh, in the space. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah. So we like to identify um, people who are considered social influencers. So we're looking at bloggers and people who are on the ground in these destinations have really good connections with other wanderlusters or fellow travelers and looking at how we can work with them. I think if you look at the an example of like just how that's really catching on with U.S. student travel is the White House Travel Blogger Summit that yes. happened last year. And I mean, that was the launch of the first National Study Abroad Office at the same time, too. So you, it really was a, a sign, I think, that working with social influencers is how you're going to be able to connect with students and those decision makers. Um, and so we work with a variety of them in different capacities. Um, sometimes we'll sponsor the bloggers to be doing different trips and um, collecting content. They share their videos and their blog posts. Um, I, and like I said, I'm still, I'm relatively new, so I'm still learning about the ways that we've worked with them in the past, but we're also identifying um, new methods to really capture that audience that they have and kind of tie it to the brand um, that we're, the brand messaging that we're looking to get out. And Tiffany, you mentioned a lot about some of the things that we've done and, and the great successes that you've had. So now what I would love to do is imagine that it's a year from now. You've now been there a year <laughs> and seven months. Uh, it's, what is it uh, kind of on your bucket list for STA to accomplish? What would you love to have mm. said? I, I helped do this. <laughs> um, I mean, one of my big goals in terms of getting our brand in front of um, more users is looking at the types of partnerships that we can create. Mm -hmm. um, we're getting very creative with who we're reaching out to. So I'd say a year from now, I'd love to see us working with um, more education boards because we work with a lot of tourism boards. Um, but we're also looking to see getting in front of those students themselves. How can we be working with those education boards or bigger partners um, that have different sectors that they're related to? I think a great example of something currently is we're working with 20th Century Fox, who we've worked with before um, on their Paper Towns film that they're promoting. And we're, it works out really well for our brand as there are road trip and travel themes to that novel and to that film. So ideally a year from now, I'd love to see more of those opportunities and not only increasing the awareness for STA travel, but bringing those resources direct to the students and the youth travelers who maybe don't even know about them yet. I love that. Creative partnerships for the win. Very exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. And talk to me a little bit about paid advertising. How does paid advertising play into social? I know you, you've mentioned mm -hmm. that you've been out of school five years. So you've been working in the space. You know that it used to be almost entirely organic. Now it's not quite as, as such. So talk to me a little bit about how STA is using advertising, if at all. 
Um, we do across different channels. I think even when you talk about a beast like Facebook, it's it's become such a pay-to-play platform. I think the beautiful thing about it is that it constantly is evolving and it's adapting so that you have those retargeting things where you're getting in front of people who actually want to see your ads where it's not irritating. Um, each channel is a little different from the next, but we definitely utilize it so that it works not only to our benefit, but if we're working with any partners or for example, with the Twitter chat that we did, we were giving away a GoPro Hero 4 as one of the incentives. So, of course, we're utilizing those things to make sure our users are aware of these great things that we have going on. I can't really speak to the specifics as far as what we're doing across different channels. Our digital team handles a bit more of that. Um, but we are constantly researching to see what works. And again, that that trial and error to see where are we doing really well, where can we do better, I mean, we live and breathe by analytics, so it really helps determine those decision factors. That's great. And so in terms of the analytics that you use, are you really looking at, do you have a dashboard? How do you measure your success and report it up? Yeah, we have a variety of tools that we're using. We're looking at Google Analytics. We're utilizing Hootsuite. We're using the tools that are built into the platforms themselves, which yep. even just looking at Twitter, it's become much more comprehensive in terms of what you can get um, from those analytics that are built in. So it's it's a constantly evolving uh, dashboard of tools that we're utilizing to see what works best for us and just constantly analyzing to see um, what's working and how we can improve with that messaging. Fabulous. I love it. And so where should people follow STA Travel and where should people follow you? Um, they can follow STA Travel on Twitter. It's STA Travel US is our handle there. Uh, STA Travel is the Facebook page. And my personal um, Twitter channel is TTM Harrison. Very nice. TTM Harrison, not what, <laughs> not at what would Jane do? Or do you have a separate one for that? Yeah. That was, that was taken. So I decided to brand it with my initials. <laughs> I have to tell you, I love that blog name. That is really awesome. Thank when was you. It, have you not updated it in a while? You haven't updated it's, it? It's, it's coming back. I'm constantly working on revamping some things and I just have been so, um, you know, busy with getting on my feet with this new job, but it's, yeah. it's coming back. I have a lot of content in the work, so you can stay tuned for more and you'll be able you to see some of it from it my channel. <laughs> I'm going to go devour it right now. That is really, really awesome. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being on the show and you're one fabulous social lady. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was great chatting. You've been listening to all the social ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kirpin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.